you ever wondered about the wild activities that go on at a bar? Well, that wondering ends right now. Welcome to the Open Bar Talk Podcast, where host Jim Search sits down with bartenders near and far to hear the whopping tales that only a drink slinger has. So buckle in, have a cold one, and enjoy it. It's happening again, y'all. We're doing the uh, Open Bar Talk podcast quarantine edition. Uh, you know, we're going to have some uh, fun here, despite the fact that we are all living indoors for a little bit. Uh, you know, I am your host, Jim Search. You can find me at jimsearchcomedy.com. Uh, you can go on all social media, find me at Jim Search. Uh, if you want to reach out to the show here, you can do that. Uh, hit us up at openbartalk at gmail.com. If you have some crazy stories from your world of bars, uh, you could certainly write in. On it. We'd love to hear from you and you might even get one read on a show if you are so lucky uh and you know this show is uh dedicated to the crazy life of a bartender and what they see from behind the bar because you know us as patrons you know we certainly have our stories but you know there's always an eye watching making sure that we don't fuck up or encouraging us to do so so they can tell all, all their friends uh but you know what we have a uh we have a uh, great episode uh coming at you you know we got a uh, we got a guest here uh, uh virtually in the house here at Jim Jam Studios uh, since we are recording this over Skype. Uh, but, you know, I'm very excited to uh, have her on. Uh, very funny comedian. Uh, you know, in fact, um, you know, there was this time when stand-up uh, was happening uh, way back when, if you remember that, uh, in February. And uh, we were on a show together. She's very funny, and I'm really happy to have her on. Uh, Amanda Hurley, everybody. Uh, so happy hey. to have you here. Hey. Hi, thank you so much. It's so nice to almost uh, be in contact with you. Yeah, yeah, this is great to, uh, <laughs> uh, this is, uh, you know, we are so close, but yet so far. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we are alone together uh, as the Yeah, uh, it's hashtag. very bizarre. It's, this is so bizarre, man. I mean, like, I don't know about you, but like, I've been relegated to so much television watching. And, like, oh, yeah. I mean, every commercial like from fucking like Burger King to Taco Bell to mm -hmm. Ford. You you know who it's made me hate is that little kid from Stranger Things with the dumb voice. Oh, he really? He, yeah, he does some like a uh, computer commercial or something, or maybe it's like a Wi-Fi. I don't know, but it, I feel like it's on all the time, and I hate his smug face, and I don't know why. And I I think he actually has like a disorder, and that's why he talks like that. So maybe I'm a bad person, but I hate him. <laughs> Well, you know what? I mean, I feel like, the, you know, in these times, it reveals who we really are. And we get yeah, to kind of yeah. experience that, you know, if you are, in fact, uh, have it out for this kid, maybe you'd have had it out for him the whole time. You know what That's, I'm saying? Maybe it was yeah, it's just not like, nice to know who you are, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, yeah, it's not nice to figure out uh, uh, what's uh, what's really upstairs. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I mean, look, you know, this is as, you know, we were talking about this before, um, before going on the air. But, like, you know, I think it's important that uh, we just kind of talk about what the fuck's going on here because this is crazy. Like, I yeah. I've been alive for over uh, three decades, and never once have I ever seen anything like this before in my life. And this is, like, yeah. across the country. It's like some 1800 shit. Like, mm -hmm. it's it's very wild. And I think it took us a long time to take it even remotely seriously because we didn't know how to process it, and we watched too much sci-fi. Yeah. So, like... And and I also think uh, one I think one of the other reasons too why we didn't really take this all the way seriously is that like 
I mean, this was in China. This was in Italy. There was, yeah. you know, this was so far away from us. And we're America, right? Like, yeah, this, number one, baby. We are, we are number one now for so many wrong reasons. Um, <laughs> but uh, I say that in that, you know, there was definitely, I think, this, uh, I don't know what you want to say, but like, this distance, uh, pardon the pun, that we had here in America of just like, mm-hmm. ah, this 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 doesn't affect us. Like, how could no, this yeah. be part of our lives? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And, you know, okay. I, oh, go ahead. And what were you going to say? No, yeah. I just think that's, that's, that's like innately part of like why America is so self-obsessed. It's like if we can't see something, it's not real. Like we don't take news other places seriously because we live in this little bubble of like, fake exceptionalism wow i sound preachy but like (laughs) it's just like i'm i'm just pissed off at us like it's just it's our own foible and like we did it to ourselves well and i also think we we really did and like we still are and that's what's uh kind of fucking with me is is like yeah there i mean now at least because we're uh, taping here in new york city folks so uh you know ours i mean we're fucking the epicenter of all this at this point yeah I think over, I think we have sixty percent of the cases in the country are here in New York. Something State. like that, yeah. So like, but, but like the fact that like there we've now gotten to the point where the mayor has said if you are gathering in groups, you will be fined. Right. You will be fined up to five hundred dollars if you are doing this because this is the only way that you're going to take it seriously. Like two days ago, like yeah, I'm in Brooklyn and you know I uh, there's a basketball court near my house. And oh, no. there were kids that were still playing basketball, right? And then yeah. the mayor was like, I'm taking down the hoops. So Oh, you, shit, that's smart. <laughs> he's like, you, so you can't play basketball because, like, that's the only way to do this. Well, he took down the hoops, right? And then maybe, like, two days after, I saw another group of kids playing soccer on the fucking – On the basketball on court? On the <laughs> I'm just like, you are – I don't understand this. Oh, man. <laughs> like, this is so baffling to me that this is happening. And like that's rough. It's fucking nuts. And like, and that is that's. I mean, the tip of the iceberg, right? Because like, how many people are out of work right now? I mean, like, you bartend, right? So I can't. Uh, right. Uh, oh yeah, for sure. I mean, there's some places too, like in the bar industry at least, that are able to do um, uh, drop off, or if they serve food, they can do pickup stuff. Mm, but mm-hmm. I mean, one of my bars does, you know, Frito pie, and the other one does like. 7-Eleven hot dogs, so no one's really going to make a trek for that. <laughs> right, no one's no one's uh, making that journey, right? But like, yeah. But I would, I mean, like, I know, like some like some places have like beers to go and drinks to go and things like that, right? Which is is good, but it's also just like they can't really compete with like bodega and liquor store prices since they're so cheap. A bar, yeah. I mean, like. You know, you know, if, if I may quote the uh, uh, venerable John Taffer of Bar Rescue mm-hmm. when he said that, you know, you go anybody can drink. Anyone can get drunk anywhere. Right. But you go to a bar for an experience. That's where right. you go. Like, you know, you have your local neighborhood bar and you go there because, you know, they provide a, an experience for you. So if that experience element is taken out because you can't sit in a bar uh, because of obvious reasons. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how you necessarily compete with the price point of a bodega. I mean, like right. I, bu- I bought a bottle of vodka uh, a couple days ago for like 25 bucks 
I mm-hmm. mean, and that's gonna. Well, you know, we'll see how long that lasts me. But like, <laughs> if if a response. I was just looking at the shelf of empty bottles that I've gotten in the last two weeks when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm trying to be a little responsible about my life right now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But like, well, I'm I'm quarantined with my boyfriend too, so they're mm-hmm. they're we're splitting them. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like well, half a bottle a night. <laughs> so that's and hey, look, you know what? So you're double the intake like that. Your situation makes sense. You know what I mean? <laughs> but like for me, like yeah, like I bought a bottle of vodka and it was fucking twenty five bucks. And if I'm smart about it, like that will last me. But if I'm at a mm-hmm. bar, I mean, I'm, oh. how many drinks? What, what's twenty five bucks going to get me at a bar? Like three, three drinks, three maybe. Drinks, you know? Yeah. So like that's. Anyway, uh, neither here nor there, uh, but just know that, like, I I feel for you, and I hope that, you know, I hope that, you know, you're able to, hope, I hope the regulars have, like, uh, kicked in some money for you, they're, you know, they've, uh, you're able to bounce back from shit like this, because this sucks. Yeah, man. it does suck. I mean, like, and I've been encouraging, like, people, if they are going to donate, like, both of the bars that I, I work at are owned by two people that, like, have small kids to take care of. Right. And like they are and they're and they are a small business. So they're just like floundering and I'm still like I'm still rationing out some of my tips from two weeks ago. So like <laughs> yes, I would love money, but I think that it's more important to hit them with some um some cash because they're the ones that are actually gonna bring the bar back when it's over. Right. Yeah. I mean that's and I think that's kind of you know, there is certainly the with the stimulus package that went out, like They've done a lot. They're they're doing a lot for small business, and they're giving incentives to keep pay keep staff on, like grants. If you keep your staff, here's money to do it. You don't have to pay it pay it back. So, hopefully, some uh, places take advantage of shit like that. But anywho, uh, so (laughs) you know we have uh, so you know I wanted to bring you on the show because you know in fact as you are in the game, uh, the bartender world, you know we I want to hear from you and what your story is. So you know like let's. start at the beginning you know uh, how did you get into the world of bartending you know talk, walk us through uh, yeah it, i'm still relatively new actually i've only been bartending for like a little over a year okay and um i mean you know how it is doing comedy like you spend like all of your time in bars anyway right. uh and i was like doing shows at a couple of places a lot and then like eventually at one of the spots they were just like hey do you want to get paid to be here <laughs> Uh, and like I had which is like super nice because I didn't have any experience and like that's kind of tough in New York I feel like most people come in with like a little bit um and like my first day bartending I didn't know how to pour a beer like I I poured (laughs) foam I kept pulling on the tap like back and forth like I thought you had to crank it Uh. um (laughs) and they had already hired me like the paperwork was done and my boss was just standing there looking at me like oh fuck there was no vetting of this Uh, we just yeah nope 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 um let's do it and I'm I'm still a really bad bartender I'll be honest like I, I, I work in Brooklyn, so a lot of it's just, you know, shot in a beer or, like, a simple mixed drink, and that I can do. But if sure. you want me to, like, shake or stir something, like, nope, I need my phone. It's <laughs> 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 like, I'll actively tell people that. I'll be like, listen, I'm going to look this up for you, and I will make it just like the phone says. And I'm lucky that I'm in Brooklyn because people are fine with that. If I was, like, at a fancy place, I would be, like, insulting to them probably, but... Yeah, I mean, um, I, I you know it's because 
I feel like at least, you know, there's a certain, uh, it, I guess, and it depends on the vibe of the bar, right? Because, like, I feel yeah. like if you, if you were on the Upper East Side in, like, a cocktail lounge, like, yeah, that's probably oh, yeah. not going to fly. But, like, you know, if you're in Bushwick at some fucking rundown joint, you know, right. whatever the case may be, yeah. Well, like, and so many people in this area at least have service industry experience, so they're much more... Um, Em- empathetic to it like, sure like forgiving of yeah of that, right um so well what what made you well what made you want to get in like how what well what, what yeah or um before uh this i was working at caroline's <laughs> the comedy club okay so uh and i it, i was my brain is broken because I was like, if I work there, they'll put me up. And then I'm like, oh, they're not going to put me mm. up. I'm working. <laughs> so, Conflict of um, interest. Yeah. I mean, it worked for a little bit. I did like, and you know, some midweek shows and stuff like that. And they let me like do some guest spots. But um, I had to get out of there. Not that there's anything wrong with it. It's just it is Times Square and I and it is service industry at a like comedy club, which I think people underestimate how stressful that can be. Oh my god! Because like everything has to come out exactly on time because you own the show only runs exactly so long. <laughs> well, yeah. So if it's like a sold out Tracy Morgan show and there's like you know 450 people in the room, you cry a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so so I think I was anxious to get out of that, but I I wanted the the tip income and the I mean bartending I think a lot of people would agree is like a little bit easier and more um flexible than like service industry restaurant like stuff sure um because you're kind of a like you have the ability to say no which is wild and wacky in the service industry (laughs) (laughs) yeah like i feel like in general you have to say yes and i'm sorry and as a bartender you kind of get to be like a self-righteous dick if you need to be uh which is super like therapeutic (laughs) sure and also i feel like i i I would think at least, you know, I've never bartended personally, but like also, you know, you get to kind of draw a line in the sand of sort of like measures of self-respect where it's just like, no, right. you're not going to talk to me like that. Like, get the fuck out. Like, I don't yeah. need your money. But anyway, sorry, go on. Which is, no, that was like a huge thing for me because I'm a naturally, uh, I say I'm sorry too much and uh, I'm a naturally like people pleaser. Like, I will compromise my own (laughs) integrity just so that I feel like that stranger liked me on the bus you know right so uh it was it was a good lesson to be like hey I can I can call some shots here and they have to respect that yeah I mean and that's I think that's again that's super important to have uh part of yeah so like so how do you like I mean like is this something that you see you know like Year two, year, I mean, assuming bars. Oh, open, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as they're back on, it's great because, like, it. I mean, it really isn't that much of a problem with comedy because if you're working, you know, maybe like two or th- – I was working three days a week, and right. that was enough. So the rest of my nights were free. Um, and then, like, I was even, like, running shows, at, like, while I was bartending sometimes at the bar. So, like, oh, it's, it's a good setup. And, like, yeah, there's a lot of, like um, – crossover like not that i'm like hustling myself out there but like you know if a customer is enjoying your company and you get chatting maybe they'll come out to a show or whatever so sure, yeah absolutely yeah you build it and you know like you know just kind of little inside baseball talk of comedy 
But like, you know, I've definitely talked to some uh, producers of shows and been like, yo, how do you get people to come to the show? And he, mm-hmm. they just said, look, I just have, I tell the bartenders, tell everybody, you know, that the show's happening and yeah. do it. And you know, there's no better way than word of mouth uh, to, spread, mm-hmm. to spread the vibe of a show. So you're I feel wrong. like people, yeah, I feel like comics um, underestimate that in terms of just like, and maybe I'm biased having seen it from the bartender side, but like, you know, comics aren't always great to the bartenders when they're performing on a free show, getting paid and drink tickets, you know, sure. which is totally fair. But like, give me a dollar and I will tell everyone that you did really well, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. and like then they, then they will come back. And if the bartender doesn't like you and the show that you're putting together, like that's not that's not good for the continuation of that show. A lot of the times, no, because and... if they don't want to work the show that you're the night you're doing your show, then it's not going to happen. And, and, you know, you need all the support you can get, especially if you're running a bar show, to, like, yeah. try and build that out and get, get people behind it. So, you ain't wrong. Like, you really ain't, you ain't wrong about that at all. You know? Yeah. So, um, so, all right. So, that is so that is the story of uh, you were at the bar. Yeah, kind of. And they were just like, hey, do you want to do yeah. this? They like, were like, you drink a lot. Do you want to get serve other people drinks <laughs> that's that's chill just get in here yeah do it right <laughs> well Basically. Uh, hey look you know what uh, to the to your point though you know that is a uh that is a very uh a great uh good way of getting in because a lot of folks you know yeah. are bar backing for you know a year and some change before usually uh, yeah before the call i got really in. lucky there so you uh you lucked out there um, mm-hmm. so, so that said, right, uh, you know, I'm sure even within a year, right. Well, now let me ask you, uh, what, what kind of bars are you working in now? Like what's your, so I, um, have you been to our wicked lady? Um, I feel like I have, I want to say probably Marsha used to run a show there. Um, I think Carmen did a show there for, it, it, it's, um, it's like a, it's off of the Morgan stop. It's kind of. It's a two-story music venue as well. Okay. Um, but it's but it's still like it's still a dive bar. Um, gotcha. And uh, the other one is uh, Sweet Jane's, which is Cobra Club's like sister bar. Oh, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> which I... is how I got that one because I have a monthly show the last Thursday of every month at Cobra Club. Um, and uh, Go the check that producer. Out. The... <laughs> the producer there uh just asked me if i was looking for work and the but sweet chains is in ridgewood it's like a very neighborhoody bar okay it's it's like um a lot of like blue collar retired like mta dudes that like own their houses out there and kind of it's like they'll just put a 20 down on the bar and settle up at the end type thing you know yeah like yep. sliding scale yeah yeah there. basically yeah and like a pile just accumulates there and you know that they're they're gonna pay their tab at the end it's very different from like the like bushwick proper crowd you know oh definitely so you know i would you know you probably definitely have two different uh, uh sides of the sides of the yes being behind the stick there if you will um yeah so well then all right well you know so tell us you know even i'm sure within a year of working these two places there have to be some stories that have popped up here. It's like, I can't believe this is fucking happening. Or like, oh, yeah. What in the world? Well, the first one that I thought of when you said that is that uh, my very first day, as I was telling you, I didn't know how to tap a beer. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do anything. Um, but I somehow made friends with these two guys at the end of the bar. And it was like, uh, like two older little, like one little um, 
Spanish dude. And I think the other dude was like German or Russian or something. And there was a language barrier, but it was clear that they worked together. And they were very, very, they were just getting very cutely drunk and like telling each other that they were like good carpenters or whatever they were, you know, like kind of just like, no, the boss, boss is wrong. You great. You know, (laughs) it was like super, super cute. So I was kind of like, oh my God, you guys, here's a shot on me. Like, here you go. Here's another shot on me. And, uh, and then I realized that these two men were like five foot two, you know, (laughs) like 103 pounds and they had gotten very drunk. Uh, and one of them went to the bathroom and I was like, okay, is he okay? Uh, and then 10 minutes passed and then 15 minutes passed and then 20 minutes passed. Oh, shit. And I went and I went to knock on the door. There's no answer. The door is locked. Uh, my boss had left, but he gave me the keys. And so I texted him. I was like, what should I do? And he's like, you have to unlock the door. And I was like, this is uncomfortable. It's a, a dude in there, you know? Sure. And, um, I did it, and as soon as I opened the door, he fell out on his back. <laughs> so what he had done is he had his head up against the door and his legs up on the toilet, and he was asleep like that. Wait, his, wait. So he, I'm trying to do. So he was like, he was like butt down on the toilet, but his legs were up on the tank, and okay. his head was against the door. Okay. So when I opened the door, he fell out Into and the threw door. up. Oh my <laughs> yeah. fell out and immediately vomited on my feet oh, uh, Jesus. And, and and all over in the bathroom and uh, <laughs> uh and uh oh i i he had left his keys and his wallet and his phone out on the counter and i hid his keys from him oh because it, it was car their car keys yeah i hid his keys and i said i didn't know where they were because i was just like you can't do that no and uh, he, like, came back, grabbed his wallet, and just walked out. And then his friend stayed for a while and just, like, kept drinking. <laughs> uh, and the, and the, the other guy's wife came in the next day and was just like, thank you so much. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But that was my – so it's it's – that was my first day, and I was like – Welcome. Yeah, this can't be all the time, but it but it is kind of all the time. <laughs> <laughs> this can't be life. And but then yeah. it is. And then it turns into life. Oh my god! So, so when he like, what were the other? Did you see like the reactions of the other people? Was there other people? So the there bar? wasn't. No, there weren't very many. It was like during the day. Like they had probably just gotten off work. It was like like six or seven. I mean, they were there for a couple of hours, but it was like a Tuesday or something. Okay. Um, and it's like the way it's set up. They kind of have curtains between the bar and the bathroom area. So I don't know if anyone noticed really. Mm-hmm. I mean, they noticed a very drunk dude wandering out, kind of covered in some stuff. But, <laughs> covered in business. But it's but it's not like yeah, it, it, everything kind of just kept going. Like there was no record skip or anything, you know. Right, 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 right. No, uh, no needle uh, jump or yeah. tumbleweed roll by, as uh, as, this, <laughs> as they as they would say. Um, yeah. That's funny, man. I'm uh, like it's so then so his buddy, right? So his buddy like just kept like what did he say? What did his friend say after? His his friend seemed to kind of just have forgotten that he was there at all. Maybe <laughs> he didn't like check on him or anything. And then when he came out, he just said goodbye to him. He was like, bye bye. And it was like there was no acknowledgement of the fact that it was had been like over thirty minutes of him gone. No acknowledgement of the fact that I like. It now smelled like very much like bleach because right. I was scrubbing the floor. Oh, my um, God. oh yeah, I had fed them hot dogs like five minutes before that too. Oh, so no. like they were not digested. 
<laughs> oh, fuck. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's really glamorous. I, well, it sounds glamorous like. Glamorous work. This sounds like, I mean, like, it sounds like Coyote Ugly is real. You know what I mean, this sounds like just uh, just a world filled with uh, glamouring glitz. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying. That makes. Sense I mean, some me. of them are like that. I I have I that I had that this customer come in and uh, she was also a bartender, and she told me that she was jealous that I work at a bar where I don't have to look hot. <laughs> um, <laughs> which Jesus is like Christ. so cool and tight and sweet and chill. Yeah, that's um, that's not backhanded yeah. in the least. And I think I understand what she was saying. I think she worked at like one of those like sports type bars where they kind of make the girls dress up really hot still, but like sure, like just full face of makeup, but you're wearing like a baseball cap and like a crop top or something. Yeah, I. Um, but the, the delivery but... <laughs> of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's. So, so I think there is still some places where it is kind of coyote ugly, and maybe they have barbacks that handle all that kind of stuff. Sure. And they're just the face of it, but. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a uh, yeah, that's a uh, that's some real uh, that's some real not nice. Like again, like I think to like in further unpacking that statement, right? It's like it's great that I, you don't have to dress like a you know you don't have to dress. Uh, slutty it, to or be Or, like, uh, yeah, uncomfortably, or, like, you're not being told how to dress, basically, Right, I guess. right. And, <laughs> but that's, or maybe that's not what she meant. Or, or maybe, <laughs> maybe she, maybe she's trying maybe to call she you ugly. Like, it's cool that you're okay being gross. It's awesome. <laughs> you're really comfortable in who you are. Feminism. Right? Yeah, I get it. You know what? I totally respect uh, that. That's funny, man. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a rough one. Yeah, that's... But, that's not the nicest thing in the world to say to someone, I guess. Yeah, I uh, thought I looked okay. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I think that would have been a very fair point to raise to her. Like, you know, I actually—I didn't. I, I, I bought her a drink. <laughs> <laughs> no. I did. It, I don't know why. Well, I mean, well, I, I mean, look, that's really uh, uh, kind of being caught off guard. I would think of like, yeah, I don't think you. Really... I think I reverted to like high school, where I was just like the popular pretty girl is mean. Let me make her like me. <laughs> yeah, might as well, might as well get down. Like, and was she attractive? <sighs> was this an attractive? She's woman? cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, got it. Um, because that that then I like it'd be funny if she was just horrible. And oh, that like, would be great too. What the fuck is? What did you just say? I don't. I don't Excuse me. Yeah, pardon me, miss. <laughs> um. So so all right. So we've got uh. So you got a guy uh uh vomiting uh well. <laughs> Uh, barricading himself in the bathroom and then vomiting all over the place. And this mm -hmm. is day one, mm -hmm. right? That was day one, yeah. Okay. So now, has there been anything like six months in that you were like, what? Oh, here we go again. Like, yeah. I think, um, so like six months in is when, okay, this is the mistake I made six months in. It's okay. like, it's kind of like, you know, when there's someone that you know, either from like maybe work or comedy, and you're like, dang, they seem really cool. I'm going to try and be like friends, friends with them. Okay, yes, yes. A and then you do that, and you're like, oh, no. Mm -hmm. You're not that, like I thought you were. But mm. now that door is open, and you can't really close it. Yes. I'm. So now you're stuck with a strange person in your life. <laughs> and now you're like, mm, this wasn't what you weren't what yeah. you were. Okay. So I that happened to me. I had a favorite regular um, at at Sweet Jane's, which is the one in Ridgewood, the more neighborhoody the one. The neighborhood bar. Okay. Yeah, and he was my favorite regular because he would come in, 
he would just mumble gin and tonic and then I'd hand him a gin and tonic and then he would sit there quietly and just like chill and not and request nothing of me and then if he wanted another one he would just put it out on the very edge of the bar and I would fill it up and then he would tip very well and he would leave and he'd always just have two quiet drinks in the corner tip me well and leave which is just like the greatest that is ideal there is no (laughs) not that i don't enjoy chatting with people but like that's a that's a sweet deal sure um and so i was like you know what if this guy is that cool about not taking up my time and tipping well he's probably cool to talk to like Mm. maybe i'll chat i'll chat with him a little bit and i started talking to him and he's like he does have a ponytail. Um, oh, um, how old? But that's but how... uh, I would say he's in his like mid to late mid 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 forties. Okay, mid forties. Um, and it's like um, it's it was kind of like a ponytail that you would see if he like maybe he works like uh like production crew or something. You know? Yep, yep I know exactly the um, ponytail you're okay, talking about. Okay, cool. Yeah. So I was like, okay, that's kind of weird, but he probably just like, you know, is really into fish or something. And like, that's fine. Um, And so I started talking to him and it started out kind of normal. And then he was talking about um, how he only gets visitation with his daughter, which like, that's not crazy. That's normal. I was like, oh, that's really sad. And he starts going into it. And he's like, yeah, uh, because of all the charges against me. (gasps) And I was like, oh, okay. I mean. And, you know, that divorces can be ugly. Maybe it's something that got trumped up because of, you know, bad blood between the parents. Uh, and then he was like, um, yeah, uh, I don't understand why my four-year-old son can't use a paring knife. Um, and I was like, okay, now we're getting into, like, kind of, like, the territory of maybe I was raised differently. Maybe he was his family's big hunters and they're safe about it. But this is still very awkward. And then he was like, well, my ex-wife was really into the underground vampire scene. Um, and I was like, what's the underground vampire scene? He was like, oh my God, you don't know. He's like, well, I'm still very much into it, but my new girlfriend and I, we go in different circles now. Um, I like to have her, uh, blood let me and drink my blood. (gasps) (laughs) And, and, and at this point I'm looking around and there is no other person in the bar. No, it's just me and homie whose name was Dimitri. Of course it was. Because <laughs> he's a vampire. <laughs> Obviously. That is the name um, of all vampires except for yeah. Dracula. Uh, and oh, God, Jesus. It just kept like heightening and heightening like that. And he, I kept thinking he was going to stop talking about it and then he would go back into talking about it and like the restraining order. And the, the thing I think that freaked me out even more than vampire blood was the paring knife for a four-year-old. <laughs> Yeah. He was really insistent that his four-year-old son should get to play with a paring knife. And, um, and I, don't, I don't know. I'm going to have... draw a line in the sand. Yeah, that's when you go, hey, you know what? But then, like, to your point, right, where it's like, yeah. now you've opened this door, right? He's the only person in here. So you're just like, yeah. Hey. And, and it's a regular. So, like, you know, you kind of build your customer base and you know like that's somebody who comes in so you want to get to know them right but then you're like oh shit i got to know them so Mm -hmm. that is and now every time i i don't get my quiet regular back anymore i get this dude every time now like i I took away the best part of my day there Mm -hmm. and replaced it with a waking nightmare of danger (laughs) the waking nightmare of danger (laughs) like it sucks well, especially like I, there's some people like over there like that like I've only been at Sweet James for um for yeah I guess for like six months or so and uh like eight or nine people have been eighty six. 
like at the at the neighborhood like, that's the at, neighborhood at the bar. neighborhood bar yeah and like really? there's like a yeah um i will i'll put it this way a lot of people in the neighborhood uh seem to think that it's because there's a large percentage of very drunk polish people which is their opinion but um okay uh a, a lot of them do have polish accents and uh like the other day a dude um oh this lady came in and she had her dog in there uh okay. which we allow which is super fun i love when bars do that um and that was like my favorite part of the day and she was chatting with another couple that had a dog um and then she got progressively drunker and drunker and like started getting in a fight with them that wasn't real it was just on her side you know <laughs> yes, uh, yes like yes. she thinks she's being attacked and they're just like talking to her normal but she thinks they're being condescending and then anyway she picked up her glass and threw it all the way across the room against the wall <laughs> and like knocked over the dog bowl in there and left and then she called the health department and and complained that we were allowing dogs in the bar oh my god when it... when hers was one of the dogs why was she telling on herself because she was because we 86 her for throwing the glass oh my god so she got really mad and she called them every day so now like they are not allowed to have dogs anymore there which was like a lot of neighborhood people coming in like on their walks with their puppies sure like yeah. and like just like crazy behavior like that because she can't hold her fucking vodka cranberries and she literally can't because she throws them Mm-mm. across the room <laughs> so yeah she can't hold on to them at all they have yeah. to be thrown that's um, one of the most wild things to me is about how indignant people get it at a bar when they when they're drunk and they feel like they're not being catered to enough i guess or something sure, you know yeah 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 well, you it's... usually only see it in like young well okay yeah young white women or old white women <laughs> <laughs> i was in the back of my mind i'm like is she gonna say it out loud because i know that this is yeah. there's a segment that really just says you know what it is my birthday so yeah <laughs> um, my this... birthday month it is my birthday year, and we are celebrating <laughs> this all year round, and that is why I'm putting my feet on the bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I guess that makes – I think what's fun, so funny about this is um, – well, nothing entertains me more, uh, I, I don't think, than when, like, someone is fighting, but then the other person's like, I don't know what I'm not ta- fighting you. <laughs> I, not like – well, there's difference because it's like – there could be like that. I'm not fighting you because I know that'll piss you off. Fight, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I'm not going to engage you because I know that's what you want. But then, right. then there's like this sincere confusion of just like, yeah, I, I don't know what what the what what are you talking about? Like I don't. Yeah. Why are you mad? I I literally just sat down and I don't know yeah. why you're upset. And that's what this sounds like. Is that like oh, that's these two so people? True. We're just like. Wh- I'm so, like, did we do something to you? And she's like, you don't like me. And yeah, that you think I'm poor? And you're like, what? No, no. Nope. I, <laughs> I asked I, if I could buy you a shot or something. Yeah, you don't the, think my family has money? It's just like, oh no. <laughs> I I don't know your fam. I I hope they yeah. do. <laughs> do they... You're just like Jeremy. Who's Jeremy? <laughs> yeah. Who? Wh- how yeah. did he get involved? Right. <laughs> And then the dog can't be pumped about this either. I know, right? 
because the dog uh, picks up on energy, and I'm assuming this exactly. dog also was just like, man, well, she's any dog in there that was there when it when a glass shatters against a wall is gonna have a bad fucking day. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> just a very confusing game of catch, like. Yeah, like this poor dog went from you know sniffing butts out in the streets to uh, oh, you know getting the hair to, to a some, broken home. <laughs> yeah, to a broken glass and a broken home. Oh, and yeah. so what did the so what did the two other people who were just like I don't know what the fuck this lady's talking about like and they're like what, lo- they're they're super sweet. They're a couple that comes in. They were like apologizing to me and like and I was like I I was listening to you. You didn't do anything. They're super sweet and they just they tend to like. They'll, they're like a there's a type of couples that'll come into a bar where they'll come in they'll be like we're gonna show everyone that we're fun cool couples that mingle and they'll like chat with everyone around and like sure, you know yeah. it's not like a date night it's more of a, like a socialization we're cool fun yeah uh, and they are uh, so they were just like very confused and hurt and like they still not now obviously but they were still coming into the bar but they would we have a patio and they she just have to come in and order beers and sit out on the porch with their cute sweet doggy. Oh man! In the winter, yeah. That's a so. that's a bummer. Yeah, shame yeah. on you, other lady. Other lady, you're. A... I should know her name if I'm gonna 86 her properly. But... <laughs> well, maybe. You, hey, look. Sometimes you don't have to because you can just be like, you know what? I don't really like what the fuck's going down with this, and you yeah. get the fuck up out of here. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. And so... I'm not like it's. She's one of those people too. You know, there's a certain type of person that will just kind of go wild on a certain issue and become obsessed with it and then five days later it's something else because the garbage man looked at them wrong you know sure so i believe that's what they call not... crazy yeah <laughs> the yeah. term you're looking for so is nuts i think she's done with us got it well you know what she can go terrorize a uh another establishment i guess that's mm-hmm. uh, we'll, we'll let let that let that fly um so well you know what these are good yeah if you don't have any other ones uh we can uh jump into uh uh, we have our uh, next segment which is you know our five questions uh sure yeah well uh, let's get into it then um all right so this uh this segment of the show right this is where uh i wish i could have come up with a more clever name for it you know but it's uh just questions for the guests uh yeah like you know like i I wish i wish i was more clever but i'm not so uh here are five questions um that we ask every guest here on the show uh just about the world of bartending and you know we want to get your take on it so okay question number one okay what is the biggest myth people have about being a bartender would it like oh what do you think the biggest myth um, I think the biggest myth, ooh, it's a personal opinion, I guess, but the biggest myth is that I have something that I quote unquote like to make. <laughs> oh, that you have a favorite. Like people will say that, they'll be like, I don't know, like, what do you like to make? Mm. I, I Like, I'll, I'll open you a beer if you say that. <laughs> like, that's my favorite, favorite thing to make. You know what I mean? Where it's just like, I, it's not like I find a deep joy and satisfaction in making a margarita with a sugar rim you know right 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 right. um that's funny um yeah what's it, what but, really but, what but, really inspires you yeah <laughs> yeah what mm-hmm. sparks joy for you behind the bar um and i'm sure that's different for some people that are actually like a, accomplished cocktail makers and stuff like that that enjoy you know the the mixology aspect of it i i am just not one of those so i, I think that that's really funny when people ask me that 
Well, you know, and hey, look, these questions are your question. You know, these are your answers to these questions. Do so. I get a personality type at the end? Is this like that? Uh... <laughs> no, but I should do that. Uh, I think that's funny. Uh, I've been, uh, I've, I'd have to figure out what the, uh, um, what the sort of rubric would be to uh, to put that together. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we'll we'll look into that. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. Question question two. Uh, what is the biggest tip you've ever received as a bartender? Ooh. Um, oh, I had a, um, so someone left their card, um, overnight it happens all the time. Um, and when that happens, they close it out, you know, and do an automatic 20% most places. That's just the, the move. Sure, um, yeah. and it was a dude that came, um, from Manhattan. So obviously his credit card was like one of those like unnecessarily heavy ones. Sure. <laughs> um, and, and a lot of times when you get those, you're not you would think that you're going to get a fat tip on that, but it's rarely is them. It's usually some more less assuming people, but uh, this dude was super apologetic um, and reopened his tab <laughs> so that he could tip me like 50 bucks. <laughs> oh shit. There you yeah. Go. Which was like super duper nice. That is uh that is very decent of him yeah. to, uh, to make, to, to pay that forward to you. Yeah. <laughs> It's uh, not like the most interesting story, but it's just like a, a really sweet, nice thing to do. <laughs> hey, you know what? Look, if that is the biggest tip you got, that's the biggest tip you got. Uh, yeah. Again. Um, all right. So question number three, what is, what's a pet peeve uh, of a customer? What's something that piss, that customers do that piss you off? Ooh. Um, uh, Oh, okay. Um, when it's a busy bar, uh, and you, one person up front, uh, you'll finally get to them and then they will order like nine drinks for all of their friends behind them as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's like, I understand that that, that is, uh, you're trying to help your friends out with that, but there's like five people next to you that were like supposed to be next right after you. Right. <laughs> and it kind of, or, and then, and then a lot of times you'll do that and you'll finish them and they'll say, Oh yeah. And two more this and two more that. And they'll like stagger it out. Oh, that's so like, yeah. they're not ordering all together, which like you would never do that at like a fast food window, you know? You would not. You would... So like, and that's basically when it's busy at the bar, that's what it is. It's fast food. It's like turn and churn, get it out. So yeah, that's when uh... they like monopolize the time like that and don't, and not, and aren't like apologetic or like thoughtful about it. I could see. I could definitely see why that would be uh, not something uh, uh, to, yeah. have, to have happen for yourself. So, look, if you're listening to the show, you know, and you are a bar uh, bar patron, take heed. Here's, <laughs> here is what you don't do. And this is so. This is more of an educational piece, right? I never thought about it like this, but mm -hmm. this is just trying to help y'all out in the streets of how to move through a bar. So don't don't do that. Um, yeah, this is just Amanda scolds people. <laughs> yeah, Amanda. Amanda's teaching a class now. All right, question four. If you owned a bar, what would you name it? Oh, that's fun. I used to play that game. Not exactly that, but before I started bartending, I would play uh, what would you theme your bar, mm. you know? Okay, yeah, that's like fun. Like outer space themed and all the cocktails with different planets and whatever. Um so I would call my bar, let's see, um, oh, 
Um, old, old faithful. <laughs> old, fa- old faithful. Okay. Old faithful. Uh, and it would be, uh, it would be kind of like a, like a southerny vibe, maybe. I want that. You know what I want is I want those doors that are like not doors that they put on saloons. You yes. know, where it's like they were gonna put a door, but they only they accidentally bought a little door. Yes, I know uh, what you mean. Like the yeah. doors. <laughs> Do you want me to keep describing it? <laughs> I, oh, I get it. Oh, uh, uh, no. <laughs> this is your dream. I'm not here to. Yeah, not here yeah. To kill a dream. I like that. That would be that's fun, and maybe yeah, maybe it's kind of like an old west balloon type thing. Because okay. I'm from I'm from the southwest. Uh, I was close to Tombstone. I'm fair and an ode an ode to home, right? Yeah. Uh, so old faithful, I dig it. I old dig faithful. It. <laughs> All right. So our our final question: What is your favorite drink to have? Not to make, because we talked yes, about yes, that. Yes, 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 yes. What is your favorite drink to have? What do you like to drink? Um, I'm a big fan of Palomas. Okay. Um, which is basically just like tequila, grapefruit, you know, um, lime. Mm -hmm. Um, that or I am a spiked seltzer girl. I'm, I'm not proud, but that is where I stand. They're delicious juice drinks. Um, uh, or, um, uh, like a mezcal. Mm, I fuck with Um, Yeah, there's that. We have this really good drink at um, our Wicked Lady that's called an El Fantasma, and it's like tequila, mezcal, grapefruit, um, lime. Oh my god, I haven't made it in so long. (laughs) Uh, But it's just it's delicious. A little smokier. I'm a big tequila gal for the most part. Okay. Um, What about you? Oh man, me. Uh, Well, you know, I uh, I'm a vodka soda guy. Uh, Are you? I am. You know, believe it or not. Uh, well, I like vodka soda with a little bitters, actually. Ooh, uh, okay, that's classy. That's, I like that. Yeah, that that goes that goes down nice. Um, but I also have, um, I guess, uh, screwdrivers have become a uh, part of my world mm-hmm. these days. Um, you know, I uh, uh, I like the uh, no pulp. I'm not. I'm not no pulp. Is it a texture thing? It's a texture thing. It's just like I don't want to eat anything I'm drinking. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I don't, I don't feel like that should be part of the game. Um, but if I had to, if I had to be tied down, like my my regular go to, uh, my mainstay is uh, vodka soda with a dash of bitters. Uh, that's that's, uh, that's, that's what I fuck with. So you know, you're actually in the. Uh, this is the twelfth episode. You know what? You are the first person in, uh, I guess, eleven because you make twelve, to ask me what I drink. No one wow, has asked those me. are bad bartenders. That's like our number one job. <laughs> what do you drink? I, you know what I mean. So the the you've last eleven. Uh, I feel like you've uh, y'all fucked up. Uh, so I uh, hate to say that. Well, when this is all over, I will get you a vodka soda with bitters on me. Ah, oh, nice. Hell yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's why I got into the show. Actually, that's why I put this <laughs> podcast together. Is I played the long game. I knew eventually, right? Yeah, I you're would, gonna get a free eight dollar drink. <laughs> I was gonna get myself a drink for free. Uh, and you know what? Let's just say that dreams come true, guys. That's all I can really tell you about that. We well, thank it. you, Amanda. That's very kind. Of, <laughs> yeah, of um, but you know, so. That is so, all right. So those are our five questions. Uh, those are our five questions for our guest. Uh, thank you for uh, uh, bearing your soul here uh, oh, at the Open Bar so Talk much. podcast. Uh, and so now we're going to get into our final segment, which uh, you know is this is my personal favorite part of the show. 
And uh, this is part of the show called uh, What Were You Drinking? Now, uh, this uh, – so if you're new to the show, this is how this goes. Um, I have a lot of very messy people on Facebook and social media. Okay, they are in my life. They post things, and I often say, uh, "What were you? Th- uh, what were you drinking when uh, when those uh, when those went down? Uh, when you posted that?" So uh, I'm going to read a post to you, Amanda. And as someone who has seen people uh, drunk on so many different things, it is up to <laughs> you to, in your expertise, to help us figure out what were they drinking. This okay? is a great idea. I like it. It's like a drink detective, like reverse engineering. <laughs> how they got to know right yes this is very much i never thought about it like that that is we are reverse engineering uh what (laughs) you know let's go back to the beginning we know what the end is but let's try and figure out how this started right all right right. so uh are you ready Mm -hmm. okay i am stuck in town because i hit a man i hit him (laughs) back after he clocked me i admitted it i went to jail i'm on probation I'm tired of paying for standing up for myself. Oh wow, that's good. This, there's a lot. Um, there's a lot going on here. I can. Re- would you like another rereading, or are you good? Yeah, because okay. when it started, I was like, "Oh no, hit him with what?" But it was a physical, like physical fist fight. Yes, this is a, this okay. a fist fight. Okay, so I'll, I'll read it again. I am stuck in town because I hit a man. I hit him be- after he clocked me. I admitted it. I went to jail. I'm on probation. I'm tired of paying for standing up for myself. All right, I got it. Okay, so there's there's some there's some clues in here okay. in that they're stuck in town. So this is someone that I'm gonna say was on a business trip. <laughs> they yeah. were. It was like maybe like a company conference. Maybe they went to Vegas and they had like you know uh, they were having some meetings there. Uh, mm-hmm. And then he decided to go out with I, I've made it a, a a man because I like a man on man fight a little bit more. Sure, yeah, um, that, that, that but, that's a little bit easier to uh, deal with here. Yeah, uh, and and they he got he went out they got a little little rowdy they did some karaoke and then he started <laughs> um, uh, Tony in accounting right. was uh, was like oh my gosh do you guys remember in college when we used to do fireball shots okay. uh, and and the the statement person was like oh gosh i can't i can't do those and then he did nine uh fireball shots and um and he punched the bouncer and then deck the bouncer deck the bouncer yeah and in turn uh uh, yeah because especially in vegas the, the police do have the bouncers back on stuff like that so they will they will they will go get them yeah, I think yeah. it. I think it was eight or nine fireball shots for for Jeremy or whatever we named him. Yeah, Jeremy works. And <laughs> yeah, clearly, and is you know, and again, in true business fashion, is like I'm tired of standing up for myself. Of standing up for myself, right? Yeah, because, yeah, like, because this wasn't his fault. Yeah, exactly. Was and not. he he was just he wanted to light his cigarette inside right before he went outside because it's cold. Right. And the bouncer got mad at him for it, and that's unreasonable. And then he punched him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's completely unreasonable that he would yeah, take that. Yeah, obviously. I'm not. I'm not here for that uh, level of disrespect. So I am going to take a fucking swing at this guy. That mm-hmm. is the end of that. 
Um, so yeah. very, uh, very insightful, Amanda. Thank, thank you. you. For... I love true crime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I did. I did get a true crime vibe uh, off here. Um, but you know You're what? I have to cut the whole first half of this. <laughs> no, you know what? No, I'm this is this stays in. You know what? This is I do not. I don't edit for shit out here. At, uh, Jim Jam Studios. <laughs> what it said is what it said here. Uh, it's not how I play. Um, so, uh, you know what? That is, uh, so that is our show. Uh, thank you all. Thank you all for tuning in, uh, to another, uh, magical installment of Open Bar Talk podcast. And, uh, thank you, Amanda, for, uh, thank for you. taking some time, uh, to, uh, tell us about your, uh, about your, uh, story here of, uh, slinging drinks. Um, uh, is there anything you want to plug, uh, before we get out of here? I mean, <laughs> I, 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 asked, I, mean I asked that, yeah. but who knows? Uh, but, you know, in the event, uh, it's important <laughs> where people can find you if you got anything going yeah, on. Yeah. I mean, hopefully by the time this comes out, we'll be having a little bit more of a sense of normalcy and we'll be able to get back out to all of our very, very important free bar shows, mm-hmm. uh, That's right. <laughs> that we, that we need to feel alive. Uh, I, I co-host a, a monthly, like I think I mentioned earlier at, at, Cobra Club um, in Bushwick on the last Thursday of every month. It's called We're Tired, uh, and it's a comedy show uh, where we book anyone but straight white men because that is very in vogue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 and I, I get that. Uh, no, but it's it's a great show. Like we have a we always have a good lineup. Um, we have some awesome, awesome people, uh, and it's a good time. And I usually buy people drinks and hang out and do food and stuff. So there yeah. you go. Well, uh, be sure uh, once the uh, once the plague has left, uh, be sure to ch- uh, go check out that show. Uh, you know, and also uh, social media wise, yeah, where can people find you? Are you? Oh yeah, there? I always forget because I I got banned from Instagram a while ago. Um, oh no. <laughs> my my I think my my new handle is uh, Fake Amanda Bynes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my my old one got got shadow banned, and I don't even really know why, but. Um, Oh, well, and then uh, Twitter, it's uh, Amanda June Moon, J U N E M O O N. And yeah, I don't have a TikTok or anything cool. Do you do that? No, I don't fuck with TikTok. Um, I, I, I just, I'm, I'm now like I'm, I'm Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't. I'm not that clever. I mean, I think there yeah. is some, there is some merit to it. I just, I haven't. Uh, dove into that world of uh, uh comedic brilliance yeah so, <laughs> me neither haven't quite got there but um so anyway uh but you know what again thank you so much amanda for uh coming thank through you. and doing the show uh and you know of course uh thank you all for tuning in uh we appreciate that uh you know and of course rate and review uh the show uh it takes you less than 30 seconds man just you know, give it five stars, and you know, drop a drop a comment on here. You know, we I we uh, I love to read uh, what y'all think about the show, uh, and of course, you want to email us uh, openbartalk at gmail dot com. Uh, that's a good place to get a hold of uh, the show, and you know, you can hey, uh, drop us a fun story of uh, something that happened to you when you're at the bar. You know, we certainly love to read them, and if they're funny, they might make it on. Uh, so if you want to find the show, uh, of course, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio. Uh, these are all the platforms you can get at us on. Um, you know, and again, um, if they have a review, rate review capacity on there, please uh, be sure to do that there. Uh, so that's going to do it for us. Uh, you know what? Thank you all for tuning in. And again, Amanda, thank you for doing this. Uh, be sure to uh, put a water between each drink, and we'll catch you on the next one. Peace. <laughs>